0: This is where you speak, Peace.
1: All right, I have no idea cuz I need a <laughs> countdown. I'm still waiting on my countdown. The countdown is in chat. And he I all... tell you when you see yourselves, you're live. How complicated is it? Really? Well, because like I it's hard to keep my attention.
2: Uh, the person who I am by the way is Peace Valerie's. I'm uh, yeah. one of the hosts of Hot to Sports, I'm joined by Terry Tam. The thing is it's hard to keep my attention, Eagle, so I'm not looking at the screen when we're not on. I'm just looking at other things. Um, but we are uh, we are here. It's another episode of Hot Sauce Sports. Uh, unfortunately, where we live in Montreal, Quebec, we are still on partial lockdown, so we cannot be in the studio. So the show will once again be a little different than usual. Uh, you do get a look into our private home, so in a way, it's it's a little intimate Terry. It's kind of like we're taking the listeners and viewers home with us. I got one of
0: those emails uh, that you know if you don't respond or send me bitcoins that I'm going to release like, like on bla- that black mirror episode, you know, remember, like where the guy had to like,
2: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: like people Cheapiest running
2: episode of all time.
0: Oh, scary. So I got one yeah. of those emails. Like if you don't pay me, I'm going to release all, all the stuff that you do.
2: <laughs> Our lives are already so public. So I mean, yeah, yeah. there's not a lot. There's not a lot. And then the, the
0: funny thing is, is like in the email, it's like, it says, Oh, uh, and, and those vi- and that video you're watching, uh, creepy, Dot 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 or oh my god or something like that. I'm like, it's it's crazy because I didn't watch any bestiality porn on this computer. It was the other computer, so it wasn't.
2: Like, yeah, exactly. You have yeah. the, you have the uh, fantastic. It's the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them computer. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Eagle. Do we have a breaking news drop?
1: Uh, not that I'm aware of, unless you- there's some can- breaking news that just happened.
2: There is.
1: Okay. Uh- uh, let me go find some breaking news. Then hold on, hold on. I have one here somewhere. It's somewhere, uh, Over I think it's the rainbow. Hold on.
3: Yes.
1: Okay, say you're breaking news now. All right.
2: So, um, it, it appears as though the Kansas City Chiefs are uh, finalizing details on their, uh, contract with their new running back, yeah, Le'Veon up. Bell. Barber. Um, so, uh, I mean, we'll talk about that in a second. Um. This would be more interesting if we were a live show. But uh, for those who are uh, watching know that um, I essentially got an update saying that that is what's going to be happening uh, at some point this evening. Uh, uh, My guess is just language. He basically said that he felt that was his best opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Pretty safe because they have the greatest one, thing I've ever seen a quarterback plus their rating Super Bowl champions.
1: Well, I mean the, the teams that were in contention quote unquote were the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Dolphins. So of those three, yeah, that's the one with the best odds.
0: One I like I want uh, I like how he's too, yeah, Bills are good. I one, I likes how he tries to stay in the AFC East. He's like, Let me just fuck these guys over, kinda of thing, you know?
2: Two. Well, what's, what's interesting, Terry, is, is, is sorry to cut you off, but Eagle just mentioned the uh, the three teams with which he was going to sign. The Jets play in the next three weeks, the uh, Miami Dolphins, the Bills, and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. So <laughs> either way, he was going to face them sometime in the next three weeks.
0: That's classic. But just to say, he's like, I'm only joining the two teams that I know I can beat or I know I'm going to play against where I know I can beat the Jets with or the team that could beat everybody. That's the only yeah. time I'm going to play. Yeah, makes sense. So extra fuck you to Adam Gase.
2: Um, so he, there's a couple things. Well, okay. Cause it's, it's, it's actually, well, Eagle, we'll remove that from rapid fire later. Since, since news actually seems to have broken, uh, we'll get into the, the Jets, Gase, um, and Le'Veon Bell topic. Um, and we'll just remove it from later in the show. So I've been saying for a while, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Uh, I'm the only one who watches the Miami Dolphins. Um. I mean, in the world. So I was very familiar with Adam Gase's work. When he went to the Dolphins, then I know what he left behind in Miami. What he left behind in Miami was a tire fire. He's a guy who, when he leaves a team, it is decimated. He runs off anyone with any ounce of personality or talent. Um, he creates a very insular situation uh, that is perceived to be safe for quarterbacks. What that does is, of course, it it takes away from your offense. It doesn't allow you to be explosive, and we've seen that. We saw that uh, in the time that that he was in Miami, and of course, we've seen that in uh, in the New York Jets and for both things. We've seen him chase away talent, and we've seen the offense just become this stagnant, boring, uh, slow paced uh, offensive style.
0: So the thing about Adam Gase is that yeah, he's he's just a weird guy, and I think we've all known that. I mean, you've experienced it. He's just he can't figure he can't kind of get out of his own way where he's like mm-hmm. he, he feels that his system anybody can fit into his system where yeah. he doesn't realize that every every player all men are created equal mm-hmm. Le'Veon bell is a better running back than fucking maurice claret you know what i mean just to give you an example just I i don't know why i thought of maurice claret whatever. Broncos,
2: because he used to be the offense coordinator with broncos maurice i guess I, what sorry no, Gase was used to be the. Oh, I mean, he was! I didn't even know that. See, yeah. Yeah. well, he yeah. was so the, the the where Gase got his his rise to prominence began when he was offensive coordinator of the Broncos the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, a year oh, okay. which Osweiler made a lot well, of you, money off of that. Yeah, um, and then finally they won the Super Bowl. But Terry, you and I remember that offense um, in the playoffs, oh, and it was there. not the offense of the Broncos that won that Super Bowl. He literally made uh, one
0: of the best quarterbacks of all time look like a Brock Osweiler. Mm-hmm.
2: And he also did that to Jay Cutler. Like the thing he got praised for was ter- like lowering uh, Cutler's interceptions, which fine, he did do that. But he also lowered his yards per per, per attempt, uh, yards per completion. Uh, lowered his. He, he, became check, he became a check. He became a checkdown guy. Exactly. Is that what you want from Jay Cutler? Like, you, no, you, you want no, Jay
0: Cutler not, to pick up
2: his put a cigarette down.
0: It. Yeah, put a cigarette down before snap. Fucking chuck it deep, throw a pick, pick it back up, smoke and walk to this walk to the bench. I was That's gonna say you
1: want Jay Cutler to line up with a wide receiver and not give a fuck, but
0: oh my god. He <laughs> Those... gave he gave less fucks on that play than mm. I'm trying to make like a, a sex joke here. And the
1: number of fucks Le'Veon Bell gave about the Jets.
0: That's nah, too easy. I'm trying here. <laughs> <laughs> He
1: gave less fucks about that than Tibo gave in college. About
0: taking care of his body.
1: There we go. There we go. Yeah, uh, it's not a lot. Let me tell you. No. I was
2: going. I was going with the, uh, the te- less fucks than Tibo gave in college because he was reputedly a virgin. Less um, fucks
0: than Tibo gave in general because in life he's not married right. yet. So it's true. That's true. I that thought poor. he did get married. Is yeah, I married? can't
2: remember him getting. Eel, can you research that? Because I remember him getting married. Yeah, this is where well, we needed Johnny factually. But. So Terry, when you see this, um, I actually think uh, Bell is still a, a talented football player, but I don't think he's got. Sorry, I don't. I don't think he's got a ton left in the tank. Uh, I think he's actually. He's been. been he hasn't had a ni- a nineteen plus yard run in something like three seasons. He. Uh, I, was, I know. He missed the like, full season, but I was a they big. They were officially uh, fan married of, this
1: 20th. year, January twentieth. Uh, so he's married to Demi Lee. Uh, Nell P- Peters, who was a South African model, and they got married in South Africa this past so January. So Tim Tebow
0: didn't give any fucks until t- 2020. Maybe yeah. that's what maybe that's what screwed over 2020. Tim Tebow having sex made that's 2020 true. go nuts. Maybe Tim Tebow having sex released COVID, and he's the reason why COVID hit
2: has hit the earth. Well, listen, one thing I learned from the Old Testament is God is ra- is wrathful, and it appears as though he's taking out his wrath in the world, because uh, and Tim if Tebow anybody's going to be his the loyal guy. servant. Yeah, Sorry? if
0: anybody's gonna be, if anybody's gonna be Jesus's guy, it's gonna it's be Tim yeah, Tebow. Yeah, it's gotta be it's, yeah. that. Like, there's there's no get, more, no get more pro Jesus.
2: Don't get a coach uh, that looks at you the way Gase looks at like Sam Donald. Get a coach that looks at you the way Jesus looks at Tim Tebow.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Please exactly. tell me
1: that's how we break into the news. <laughs> uh, Terry, sure. It's the news. <laughs>
0: uh, apparently. <laughs> I guess, I'm guessing Eagles playing.
2: Yeah, Terry,
0: Yeah, that's not that's not annoying.
2: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. My God, I can't wait to get back in studio. I hate this. <laughs> this is terrible. I um, can we remember? get back in the studio next week? No, no, two weeks in two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Um. unless unless the lockdown is continued and given that uh, cases have risen again, we'll see. But uh, for now, we did get a strange NFL week. Uh, we have no NFL football tonight, which is Thursday, which is very bizarre. <laughs> but we will. Wait, there's no games tonight. There's no game tonight because the Bills were scheduled to play, play tonight, and they played on Tuesday. Imagine having oh, played yeah. two football
1: games yeah, in forty-eight play hours. Yeah, they Saturday. Now I think right, like shifted up by a couple days.
2: Uh, no, I believe they got moved to Monday. Oh, yeah. We have,
0: we have a, yeah, we have a back-to-back Monday. Yeah. Yeah,
2: oh, I'm wow. excited. I'm actually excited for that, to be honest. Yeah. I I kind of like two games on Monday. I didn't like when like they put Titans Jaguars at like 10 p.m. But if you're gonna have an early game, why not?
1: Yeah, we yeah, exactly. recently worked early. How about that for a schedule maker? You give two teams games on Monday, and then mm-hmm. the next week is the bye week for them.
2: So, um, I I've been thinking about this for a while, Eagle. And there's a the reason the NFL still hasn't figured out their schedule where teams play on uh, Monday nights and then again on Sunday or Thursdays, and then and then they play again um, early the next week is simply because. Of, of sheer arrogance uh, and, and the same thing goes for you know, going into the season without having a clear plan for what happens when games uh, get canceled because we're seeing now that there really hasn't been a plan before the season started. And like it just, the NFL in general has been so um, regimented and strict about their schedule that um I've I've often thought like there's definite solutions to not have teams play the next week or have them go like Thursday, Monday, and then bye week, so that it increases the amount of time that, of rest that they have, and so on and so forth. But um, but
0: the NFLPA was uh, the NFLPA was strict about this, is that they said that they needed more time to prepare in between games. A lot of the players were complaining. Uh, like mm-hmm. Richard Sherman was a big one. He was saying there's like the four, four days isn't even close to being enough to prepare for uh, for uh, for a, a game and to recover from a game. Absolutely. He's like he's like it's impossible. So he's like the fact that people are they're, they're they're suggesting that we play two games in four days is nuts. And that was before the last cba
2: yeah. and and he's not wrong. and And, like I said, there's there's actual ways to do this. and And i I'm surprised that with all the collective intelligence they have at the NFL office and with with all the people who work sort of at the height of the industry, they haven't been able to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, but we saw the Titans get some extra time. And they completely dismantled the Bills. Uh, we saw that on um, on a Tuesday night. Tuesday night football, Harry. We saw Tuesday night football. Uh, I mean, I was pumped. And then I'm like, oh, nice. And we're going to
0: get Thursday night football, which means we're only going to not get football three days this week. It's beautiful. And I'm yeah. wrong. Um, so what I noticed is that um, the Tennessee t- – if you want to destroy a team, break protocol.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, go I, practice I at high this. schools. Yeah. I was thinking about this. We had this talk with our intern. He was saying that like they, there's no way they could have done the bubble because, uh, you know, doing things geographically, like Elon and I were saying in our chat, um, wouldn't be fair because the way the NFL is scheduled for years based on merit. But like, how is it fair that the Tennessee Titans were awful at handling their COVID situation, and they get rewarded by getting extra time to get guys fair. like AJ Brown to heal? And then the Patriots who handled it properly were forced to play a game with Brian Hoyer, a quarterback. So, like, you're already creating a situation that's suboptimal. Why not do it so that you can keep your talent on the field?
1: And I was actually saying there's a conspiracy theory going around now with the Atlanta Falcons. They just fired Dan Quinn and their GM. And they're saying, well, we need more time to make the change than everything. So someone get COVID quick so we have time to restructure the team.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, it, it, you would think that, right? I mean, why, why else? Well, who who took over now? Who's the assistant coach for? Uh, was it Raheem Morris?
2: It's, oh, Raheem, Morris, correct. it's, it's Raheem, Raheem Morris. It's
0: Raheem Morris. That's crazy how he's got another head coaching job. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I mean, the thing is, with the I had an, I had written a blog about this at the beginning of the pandemic, was uh, my suggestion for the for the NFL season, and you just pick one city per division per subdivision. And then Mm -hmm. that'll be the hub. And then if you travel, you play eight home games there. And then you play, it's an example, let's say it's Dallas and Buffalo for the AFC and NFC East. And then they play against each other. So you're not crossing time zones. So those are the two divisions playing against each other. NFC West, AFC West, NFC South, AFC uh, AFC South. And you play them against each other. You choose one team per division. If one city per division, that would be your hub. Even if you don't want it to be one of the teams so you don't gain an advantage, that's fine. But I'm sure that Jerryville is beautiful. I'm sure that uh, Kroenkeville is even nicer. I mean, these places could be hubs. I'm sure they have seventeen different kinds of locker rooms down there that they can all use. So, I mean, there's plenty of ways to do it. the 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 problem is, is that these NFL coaches, just like in the MLB, sorry, the owners, they're selfish pricks, and
1: mm-hmm. they
0: don't they don't care. They want everything to be in house. They want to take care. But also, to their defense, is that there's so many fucking uh, personnel and staff on a football team it's like triple the amount on a hockey team or a, or a yeah. basketball team. So I have them travel all the time and stuff. I mean, that I can understand. There's like 17 uh, personal uh, physical trainers on a, on a football team, you know what I mean? Where Absolutely. Where hockey, there's like three.
2: But the thing is, uh, Terry, that uh, what they could have done as well is like have a hub for, let's say the two divisions facing each other where yeah. you have a period of time where it's, it's divisional. And then you can offset these bubbles so that when, uh, when teams are moving to a new bubble, they have their 10 days to quarantine because another... Uh, a bubble somewhere else started ten days later, and so on and so forth. Like you, there, there was, there was a lot of creative solutions put out there by uh, a lot of really bright people, and for some reason, the NFL listened to none of them. Thanks for calling me bright. Because they man. needed to get thirteen thousand people in stadiums, which I don't understand. Like you're not making money really from thirteen thousand people.
0: Thanks for calling me bright. Do you think that you think that Roger Goodell is one of the thousand people that read my article?
2: Um, I clearly not because you had some good yeah. points there, Terry. So, I mean, I'm curious.
0: I'm gonna see how many people actually read that article. It looks as but
2: yeah, is Roger Goodell? Imagine um, we can
0: see. It says RG, RG sixty nine sixty nine. That's his email. I don't know about that. I can
2: see. It. I can see. Or
0: the the good the good guy sixty nine sixty nine.
2: Good commissioner sixty
0: nine. <laughs> what was your What was your stupid high school email?
2: Oh, uh, faith in chaos. That's awful. At hotmail.com.
0: Absolutely awful. You know I what my just, password was? I don't want to be friends with you ever again.
2: <laughs> you know what my password was? What? A, 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 A. That's how long, that's how long ago that email was created, that there was no password threshold for difficulty.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to uh, find this fucking article. Yeah, go on, i listening.
2: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we'll, go the, we'll go on to the Falcons uh, real quick, Terry. Dan Quinn is out as head coach. Uh, after, like, he was in the Super Bowl two years ago, and... Since that time, we've seen uh, one, of the, one of the people we've seen move on is Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, we've since learned, seems to be a brilliant football tactician. And I'm a guy who's been very critical of the Shanahans and how they managed player health in, the, in their. Uh, well, first Mike Shanahan, and when he was a head coach, and now we see that a little bit with Kyle Shanahan. Um, although the newer rules, and uh, the newer CBA makes it so the players are more protected, but I gotta give him credit. The guy, the guy can create schemes where people make plays he has a bunch of wide receivers no one's ever heard of and running back a running back that was cut by the miami dolphins as well as three other teams and he looks like a superstar and then you got dan quinn kind of just looking like an old gym teacher
0: (laughs) and he got he got fired because he just was playing football every single practice when there's girls in class that don't want to play football maybe they want to play soccer you know. he's
2: got he's got the short shorts where when he raises his leg his balls are hanging out from one of the sides. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's not appropriate. That's not he appropriate. likes to put his leg
0: on the table when he talks to you.
2: Because yeah, he does, yeah, he yeah. runs
0: the detention right because he's a gym teacher, mm-hmm. so to get extra money he has to run the detention. So he, in the detention he'll like he'll 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 just sit there and he'll read the newspaper, but it'll only be the sports section. Yeah. And then he'll get mad that the writer didn't like like his team, and then he'll to, get pissed at everybody. Focus. Yeah, he'll get pissed at everybody and make them do laps inside the detention room.
2: Yeah. The, uh, he also walks around with a windbreaker, shorts, and socks and sandals. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. What
0: There shouldn't be any other attire that this person would wear.
2: Correct. Correct. Um, what I was talking to, actually, I don't know if you know this, Terry, but a friend of ours used to be um, an Atlanta Falcons beat writer for Bleacher Report. But um, well, that mm-hmm. friend is Justin Blanchard. He uh, used to write... He was yeah, he was wait for Bleacher Report. Um, oh, and wait, he covered really the Falcons. Fun. And um so I he lived in Atlanta, that's true I forgot. No, that. he didn't actually. He just covered them from here. You know <laughs> what? It's funny Atlanta?
1: because I also remember that fact about him. And then at one point I, I told him that, and he's like, no, he didn't. And I was like, who the fuck told me you lived in Atlanta?
2: So I thought he lived in Atlanta because it was you!
1: You're the yeah, yeah, perpetrator because of, the job. of lies. And then, and then
2: I go to Atlanta all the time, right? So I told him um, you know, hey, I'm going back to to uh, where you used to live. And he's like, Connecticut? And I said, no. That's uh, where he lived. <laughs> yeah. so, so he, I remember
0: making he, a very Connecticut joke about
2: him too. Yep. Um, so he, he uh, while living in Montreal, Quebec, used to cover the Atlanta Falcons. And, and he, he had an observation about Dan Quinn that I, I thought was really interesting. He said that Dan Quinn is not a schematic guy. He's a motivational guy. And Raheem Morris and all the rest of the coaches who are on the staff now are very much like that. Uh, but in order for that to be successful, you need a guy who's very analytical, a guy who can, uh, you know, for example, call the offense. And that's what we saw when Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator. And there's, there's a whole slew of numbers that show, despite the fact that like they've been scoring a ton, their offensive efficiency is down and, and the team itself is just less of an effective team. And, and the most obvious example of that is the fact that they've lost, was it 16 games in the last season and a half? Yeah. I mean, so, the
0: thing is, the thing is, is that he's like, like, like you just said, he's not a schematic kind of guy. You know, some of these guys, you know, they can get by for like a certain amount of time, and then, and then it starts getting old. You know, like, and we talked about Adam GaSe before. It, 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 you think about coaches that you need to evolve, right? I mean, we think we see guys like the guys that stick around for a really long time. John Harbaugh is an example. I mean, I yeah. talk about him a lot because he's a guy that's evolved. If you're not going to evolve with the game, then you're going to you're going to lose yourself, and if you need, you're going you're going to lose your locker room, and. If to, to coach a guy like Matt Ryan, I think that it's you need to kind of take what he does, but realize that he's going to start regressing. So you need mm-hmm. to change your mm-hmm. offense a little bit. And I think that when Kyle Shanahan was gone, they kind of lost that. And you know Mo actually, Mo Khan, uh was letting me was was talking to me, and he's saying how he he wouldn't be surprised if there's a trade that goes down between the Niners mm-hmm. and the Falcons. And how they would trade, maybe Jimmy G and a first-round pick or something, or a second-round pick for uh, Matt Ryan, because Matt Ryan in because we know the Niners have quarterback issues. That's a guarantee. We've seen it this year, mm-hmm. even last year in the Super Bowl, he had about eight completions. Jimmy G did. So I think Matt Ryan in that system might work. And at first, I didn't really like what he was talking about. Like I don't I don't see why the Niners would get older at quarterback. But if they're trying to win now, I think that it actually might be a good trade. You know, not a great well, trade, actually, but a decent trade.
2: Essentially, what the the San Francisco 49ers do is is kind of like the they're the most old school team in the world in the sense that they run the ball very effectively using his own blocking scheme and then they run a lot of play action right because you see how how explosive all of the running backs look. so they have uh, they use, what they do to, to sort of modernize it of course is they use a lot of motion, a lot of uh, different packages but essentially what it boils down to is run the ball, you know, with your two or three running backs, thirty-five to forty times a game, you know, throw somewhere between twelve and twenty times, and most of those times will be out of play action, and that creates uh that creates a lot of uh, mismatches and and gets guys to bite and so on and so forth. Um, the reason why Mokan was was been saying that about Matt Ryan is right now Matt Ryan is a more effective and more accurate passer than Jimmy Garoppolo's ever been. Uh, now, sure. can Jimmy long term Jimmy Garoppolo will probably uh, I mean, when, when Matt Ryan's forty-one, for example, which is in six years, um, <laughs> he, there's a there's a good chance that Jimmy Garoppolo will be a better quarterback at that time. But at this moment, Matt Ryan is still an effective quarterback. He's not the issue in Atlanta, right? I don't think he he has been since he was drafted.
0: Listen, I don't His think man, he should have drafted him. He hasn't. He hasn't been uh, the Matt Ryan from the MVP season. He hasn't been – but he's also had a different system. Uh, I think he's lost a lot of pieces. Devontae Freeman uh, when they had Telvin uh, Coleman. Telvin yeah. Coleman? Telvin Coleman. He went to the Niners. You know what I mean? So it's like it, – it's the, he lost a lot of those pieces. Julio Jones isn't what he used to be. Calvin Ridley is coming up, You know, a young guy, maybe not as um, – let's say as uh, refined as Julio Jones was as a runner, but still a great player but just hasn't developed fully yet. I mean, so he's kind of lost. Hayden Hurst is a tight end. He was a guy that like used to love using his tight ends. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think that Matt Ryan is comfortable at where he's at right now, and I think it shows. And it showed in the game. Um, oh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank.
1: Do, do you the think, by the way, Green had Atlanta yeah, Green won the Super Bowl versus uh, the New England Patriots when they blew the gigantic lead, that we'd be talking about Matt Ryan differently here?
0: Absolutely. We, no, we wouldn't be talking about him differently. I think it was, I'm talking, he, it wasn't his fault that game. I mean, yes, that, 20, that third down play, maybe he could have audibleed out, but the, the fact is that his coach called that play, he just ran it. So, so, I mean, there's a lot of things that we could talk about, but the fact is, is that he didn't throw six, four pick sixes to lose the game. It's not, so the, I wouldn't blame him for that loss.
2: There are, there are, uh, I, I see, the way I see it, there are four tiers of quarterbacks in the NFL. You have your absolute straight up franchise quarterback that's going to be there from 10 to 15 years, guys like Matt, you know, Pat Mahomes, uh, guys like uh, Tom Brady was in his prime, Phil Rivers, so on and so forth. You have um, the next group of guys where I think Matt Ryan fits in. He is the kind of guy who's t- talented enough that if you have everything else in the right place, he can be an MVP, he can win you a Super Bowl. He's not gonna be a perennial contender, he's not gonna be a perennial MVP, but he's someone who's just in that next tier, who has a lot of a lot of skills similar to those guys, but just needs the right pieces to be able to compete. Meanwhile, you you see you see Aaron Rodgers throwing passes to shopping carts this season, and <laughs> he can literally play with you and I on his team, Terry, and still Matt, still have put up a hell of a season.
0: Matt Ryan is forever gonna be compared to Joe Flacco and I think that even though Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, I don't. I, I think that Matt Ryan's had a much better career than oh, Joe he's, Flacco he's, has. He's,
2: look, I mean, obviously, obviously, the Super Bowl is impressive, but you, you and I talk about all the time is that winning is not a function of a singular player in a exactly. team sport, uh, yeah. and especially a team, a game like football that's so reliant on so many, so many different pieces. Especially on like,
0: that on that Ravens team that ran the ball really well, and they they had one of the best defenses. I think that they had the best defense here.
2: Yeah. Um. It's look, Trent Dilfer has has a uh, has a Super Bowl ring. I don't think Trent Dilfer would say that he was as good a quarterback as uh, as uh, talk about uh, that defense. as either Joe Flacco or uh, or uh, or so the Ravens.
0: The Ravens only two Super Bowls had they had below like basically mediocre quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, well they they had a they had a system in place uh, that worked really well, and it, it was somewhat of a different age of of, uh, of football yeah. for sure, but. Uh, They've gone a different way now with their running quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Uh, Terry, your running quarterback for your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, awful, awful injury. One of the more graphic injuries we've seen this season. Dak Prescott gone, at least for this season. I mean, what's crazy about that was as soon as he fell down,
0: every time you, your quarterback gets tackled, you think, was he injured? Every time.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No matter what, I'm like, is he injured? And then I see the DB kind of like pulled him and like yanked him. I'm like, oh, he's fine. And then he, he took his own foot, and it he looked, like he slamming, tried to, yeah. he looked like Yeah, look at he trying to put it back into place.
2: I'm like, this guy's yeah. fucking nuts. And then you see well, he, his turn he was the other so way. he was so heartbroken. Yeah, that his season bad. was over. Yeah. He he knows this is a special team. He knows that he's p- playing for money. And like for all the guys who were criticizing him for not taking the contract that was offered to him. This is why he ne- he wanted to get as much money as possible. And yeah, sure, happen. he lost some security, but he knew he was his value was greater than he was being offered and he gambled on himself and it sucks that he was winning that gamble Terry like you would have been saying all season like the, the trouble with with the Cowboys has not been Dak Prescott. Um uh, he's been having a great season and it's and we defense. see it come to an end. It's
1: been the coaching. It's- Coaching, the coaching,
0: coaching, and the defense. Yeah, I think the offense has played fantastic. They've put up points. They, you know, they, 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 do well in the fourth quarter. You know, they're they're innovative to a certain extent. I think Kellen Moore has developed a certain style that we kept they kept from last year. Uh, but with Dak Prescott, is like. What happens now? I mean, he's he's still going to get paid. I mean, Dak Prescott's not going to be starving anytime soon. Uh, he's making still making thirty million dollars this year, so he'll he'll be fine financially. Everybody freaking out. Oh, you got to take care of your money. Whatever. I understand what you're saying. He's going to be fine. Now let's talk about the the reality of the fact. The reality of the fact is that he probably lost himself. Maybe a hundred. Not that not that it's his fault. Maybe a hundred million dollars this year. Yeah. Like for his contract. Um. If he was if he was going to be close to getting a like a 350 million dollar contract or a 300 300 million dollar contract he's going to lose he'll 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 have to settle to like that 35 range that they offered him originally and that's only because unless there's a team out there that wants to pay him that wants yeah. to pay him more and they'll be like well he never gets injured it's his first injury i mean so, Terry,
1: you never know i mean andy dalton could be the future of the cowboys
0: <laughs> oh fuck me i mean listen i'm not andy dalton we've seen him do well and i think that he was in a situation in cincinnati where you Know there was nobody around him, so he couldn't really do much better than what he was. Uh, I do think I don't think he's the answer for any team. I think he's a great backup, and that's pretty much where he stands. Uh, he's, he,
2: he's, he's not even in that Matt Ryan tier. He's he's no, a guy no. who look, he's he's probably the best backup quarterback in the league. It was I thought it was a great signing by Dallas when they signed him. You knew you're, you're heading, I into love the signing, I, I adore, I love the sign because
0: one, you never know what's going to happen, and you need a guy that's been there before. Two, is that the guy is a fucking he, – he was a good quarterback for a long time. You know, He was a candidate for MVP at one point too. So, I mean, we can't discredit what he's done. Uh, I just – I think that he's good enough to squeak by the division if the defense was playing better. But the fact that the defense is shit, I don't think he's going to be able to carry the team to win the division. So I think for this season – I'm not giving up yet on the Cowboys, uh, but I'm not optimistic.
1: I'll, also, yeah. a piece. I am going to challenge you on the best backup QB in the NFL. It has to be Josh McCown, right? Because every team wants him. Just a different team. Every <laughs> well, year. he's
0: the best fourth string in the NFL. That's for sure. Yeah, he doesn't even definitely. go. To, he just goes to practice. Doesn't even go to the games. He sits at home and he gets paid twelve thousand
2: dollars a week just to sit at home. It's like we said a couple of weeks ago with Charlie Whitehurst. All his, his job was to look sexy and hold a clipboard. You know, <laughs> like that's that's the Josh McCown role at this. Well, they we- have Nate. The Eagles
0: have Nate Sutfeld and uh, Jaden Hurst as their – Jaden Hurst? 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 Hurts Jalen Hurts Hurts Jalen Hurts as yeah. their backup. So they're good. And then they have Josh McCown at home doing nothing, scratching his balls.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Probably <laughs> sleeping with very attractive women. Very good. Um, He's a good looking the, guy. They're all on. LeBron James and the LA Lakers are the NBA champions. Um, I thought that that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, uh, once the injuries to Goran and Bam happened, um, it was basically a foregone conclusion. The, I got to give the Heat credit; they 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 managed to win two games with uh, two of their key pieces being injured. But it was very clear in the last game that they were just completely drained. They the Lakers were better, and they could no, no longer put out the effort that they did in the first uh, five games of the series.
0: When you when you when you uh play against guys that are bigger than you, they just they slowly wear you down. And we saw that in game six. Game six, right? Where they won? Game six was lost. Game last five, one. game six. So they, they we saw that in game six where they just didn't have an answer for AD. I mean, Bam was still injured, you can tell. Um, I mean, they had to bring in, uh, what's his name? The guy that tore his knee apart. uh Dragic they had to bring him in Go on Nini ne-
1: ne- ne- McRipper but
0: ne- yeah, was his knee actually
2: it was his it was a plantar fasciitis uh which is a it's at the bottom of your foot
1: Yeah um, I had that once and
2: it's incredibly painful as you know Terry but Yeah it's basketball a sport where it's foot, the foot most McPurter. painful know, he sport. had a massive knee brace he always like, has that, that that's oh, he just cuz He's he's a year younger or a year older than LeBron, by the way, and their bodies are completely different. <laughs> Some people take care of their bodies a lot better than other people do.
1: Jesus, no, but just
0: to say is that the the Lakers were the Lakers were able to dominate with using their size, and I think that the the yeah. he re- realized that you know playing a small ball isn't going to work against a team that can play the small ball and and fucking be down low and take you out the, out of the game completely. And that's so, what I saw. I know nothing about basketball X's and O's. And I'm watching this. I'm like, there's no way that they can they can they can contain Anthony Davis. I thought Anthony Davis would win the MVP. Uh, but to your point, you know, he had he took a couple of games off, didn't play really well. well but game, that last game, game, game six three
2: was all him. Game three, uh, he lost the game. It was it, the only reason it wasn't uh, a sweep was Anthony Davis had two rough games, and and game three was absolutely awful. Uh, he he took two early fouls. He got into foul trouble. Uh, he made a lot of mistakes. And that was the game that, that Jimmy Butler scored forty points. Um, it, that he cost himself the MVP. Uh, LeBron James also like he become really think that LeBron James wasn't going to get MVP regardless if, of what if happened? Anthony Davis if Anthony Davis had Game Six the entire way, I thought it was going to be Anthony. I thought going into the series it would have been Anthony Davis, uh, but it was in fact LeBron uh, because of the fact that. What he did distribute, you know, in terms of distributing the ball. What he did in terms of uh, whenever Miami would go on a run, he would take it on himself to sort of just nail a, a three, which isn't even part of his typical skill set. He's yeah. become one of these guys, by the way, that he scores twenty-eight, thirty points, and you don't even feel like he's scoring a ton. I don't even like in Miami. It. He was always he was always the the most explosive player, but now he's just become a really crafty veteran. Yeah,
0: I mean, I didn't even notice. Uh, I mean, I, I watch LeBron. When I watch basketball, I watch him because, you know, I just like to see him play. He's a great player, right? You can see how smart he is. But I don't remember any of his baskets.
2: Yeah, because that's it. He's he's become just a quiet, efficient scorer. Like, nothing flashy like, I about can, his
0: game. Yeah, I can name you, like, four or five dunks that AD did, or there was this one layup that he came and he switched hands. I can I can remember those, but... With LeBron, I don't remember his baskets, and I watched the game, you know?
1: Guys, I have a little surprise for you, but we're going to do oh. a little bit of Halloween magic here, okay? Can okay. someone say Lakers or LeBron or something bad about them three times in a row, whatever it is? Like, you know, like the okay. Bloody Mary type of thing? Okay, like LeBron, LeBron. Lakers
2: fans are the worst. Okay.
1: Um, have
0: to say it, you have to say it a bunch of times, though.
2: Lakers fans are the worst. And Lakers
0: fans, Lakers are, the fans worst. are the worst. Lakers fans are the worst. I'm going to say LeBron's hairline is disappearing. LeBron's hairline is disappearing. Oh, shit. It's the, it's the bloody Mary of the Lakers fans. So, I, that's you're Alex. On on you now, now you
1: can unmute. Hello.
0: You oh, got some background noise. Uh, This is Alex, the intern.
2: For those who don't Alex, know. Alex,
3: intern. How's it going, bud? I'm doing good. What about you guys?
2: Good, good. Um we are growing as a company we've got some staff writers and we have a second show and have had for a little while uh, uh 20, 20 episode 21 tonight with MoCon. absolutely so um for those who haven't checked it out it is uh different we um very much purposely try to give different types of content because you and i terry we like to joke around we like to uh, keep things light and make fun of things that we see in the news, but um, as for you guys' show, that is more sports-centric, right? Uh, someone who's a more hardcore sports fan may enjoy uh, that. Maybe don't yeah, enjoy it. yeah. I mean, if it, it's specific to one topic, so
0: every every week we just tackle one topic. Like tonight, we're going to talk about uh, some soccer. We're going to talk impact and English Premier League. So something that peas you know absolutely nothing about. Zero percent. Something that Eagle knows even less about. Actually, you know who knows more about soccer? I think we did this once. I uh, we we, we once. had
1: scoring like pictures of people who were like fantastic and really well-known players, and Pees didn't know any P's, of them. And you didn't even including get the including Italian the Italians. One. Yeah, no. <laughs> you didn't even, you didn't even get didn't get know fucking Fr- Francesco Totti. I was like, what yeah. did you watch? Like that's all we used to watch. Um, so yeah, that's, it's so just Alex thing,
0: man. <laughs> so Alex and I would do that. It's called Weekly Sauce. Uh, Weekly Sauce like this. Uh, show is brought to you by Chetty's Hot Sauce. Visit Chetty'sHotSauce.ca and use hot sauce25 for 25% off on the entire website.
3: Um, and we have so a Alex- promo
1: happening on our Facebook page. Thank you, Alex, for setting that all up. Uh, what do you have to do to join that uh, giveaway?
3: You have to like the post, you have to share the post, you have to tag two friends, uh, one per comment, and obviously you have to, what's, what was the fourth thing? Uh, Oh, yeah, and like also Chetty's page on Facebook. There you go.
0: And um, uh, we're going to be giving out a T-shirt of your size and also uh, six different kinds of sauces from Chetty's. Uh, We're going to be doing two giveaways. There's one this week, and we're going to be probably doing one next week as well. So we brought Alex on to talk shit about the Lakers. Yes. And so Um, we were just talking shit. We were just praising them before how good they played and how strong they are. Now we're going to switch. We're going to do the Colin Goward. We're going to go to the other side, and we're going to talk shit about the Lakers to Alex. Because Alex is a diehard Lakers fan, and he's a problem. Shoot. Shoot.
1: Well, let's start with a fun question here. Uh, Alex, in your opinion, who was the worst Lakers player who actually had time on the court in the finals?
3: That's a good question. Who had the most time?
1: No, who was the worst player the Lakers put on the court?
0: Um... Well, I think at, towards the end of the game, they all played, so
2: it's tough.
1: Yeah, that you, doesn't count. It was okay. like so, goal, right?
2: so significant minutes. Like one through seven.
0: Yeah, exactly. Kuzma.
1: See, because... I disagree. And that's an easy one, though, by the way.
0: Like... Yeah, because everybody hates Kuzma, apparently. <laughs> I, I don't think we spoke about it, Alex, but like, they, they, there's a petition to not give Kuzma a ring. Did you sign that petition? So, no,
3: I, I haven't. Saying. Uh... uh he, what can I tell you? When fucking LeBron's on your team, when Anthony Davis on your team, it's just not the same uh, role for Kuzma anymore. So it's he he's going to take the back seat and not get the ball as much as he used to. Because I remember before LeBron, before Anthony Davis, he used to be really involved. Uh, well, they were, the they, were the, they were that they were.
0: They were that young team, right, with Lonzo and everybody that were just and yeah. and and Ingram and and they would just spread the ball. So mean, Kuzma shined in that in that scenario. Yeah. Now where he takes the back seat, he's not really that comfortable. So that that's probably why we saw him. We so didn't if really you look
2: at if yeah. you look at Kuzma's usage rate from the season where he looked really good, it was very high, and it's just that someone had to take the shots, and so it was Kuzma. Just you know, he he had looks and plays were designed to go to him. Uh, that's not the case anymore. Obviously, he's at best, uh, in his best moments, the, the team's third best player. Yeah. Uh, but I actually think defensively, because he's a very good perimeter defender and he's uh, a guy who spaces the court. Even if he's not making his shots, you need to account for it. So that allows for Anthony Davis to uh, to basically uh, do his damage and get get rebounds, offensive rebounds, get second chances. The guy to me, and like, so, uh Caruso doesn't look good because he looks like like a a young Dr. Fraser Crane to begin with, but like he also didn't look good in the series. Like he just he looked absolutely lost in key moments in the series.
3: Absolutely. I think Anthony Davis just swallowed up the clock and Kuzma just couldn't play uh the only times like I recall Kuzma was getting time is when they switched Davis to center and then Kuzma could play power forwards that would be the only times you see Kuzma see any room or space Uh, but he he just got his his time just got swelled swelled, swelled up by Anthony Davis so you
2: you think he performed worse than Caruso did in the finals?
3: no Caruso performed better
2: Ah, I don't know, man. There's, there's, there's moments that he looked lost. Like there was moments where you, LeBron was clearly frustrated because he he didn't switch on screens, where yeah. he was standing in the corner covering nobody. Um, yeah, offensively he performed better and he he got more minutes for sure than Kuzma. But I think that was just more of a matchup decision that Frank Vogel put into place, and he's rewarded for it because they won a championship.
0: I didn't think that Caruso was that much of a a, a factor in the, in the finals. I mean, he did play. He had spurts of, 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 of good play throughout the series, throughout the playoffs. But in the finals, I felt like he kind of disappeared a bit. I think because at the at, in the finals, you, your system is in place. What you're doing is starting to work, right? So with Caruso was that he wasn't a part of what was working. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's why he kind of took a backseat.
3: One wow. that surprised a great player, me was like Ray him. John Rondo. Ray John Rondo really stepped up in the finals.
0: Well, Rondo is a playoff guy first of all he's great defensively I mean he just knows how to play he's he's honestly he only has two championships now I think this is the second one uh, but he but he is a playoff guy he always when – when it comes to specific games like big games he's the type of guy that's gonna show up he might not be the most consistent or whatever but Rondo early on in his career especially and now you're seeing it later on with maturity he's he's really grown and he's he's a he's a good player to have on your team he's a very good six man on your team so very
2: good. this uh, the the most telling tribute to LeBron as a playmaker is two things. One is that Rajon Rondo became a good shooter, which he never was, but he was knocking down shots the entire in, throughout the entire playoffs. And then he somehow gave Deion Waiters his first ring, and J.R. Smith two rings now. Jr. Smith now has as many rings as Rajon Rondo. Who does what does Jr. Smith have rings with? LeBron both times.
3: The Cleveland
2: Championship. The Cavs. Remember he was shirtless for like two months after.
0: No, no, yeah, no, I know that.
2: I'm saying He might still be shirtless. Like does he have even though we saw him with a shirt, he might have not actually had a shirt on. It might have been a hologram.
0: Oh, so no, I'm thinking of um uh McGee. Doesn't McGee have three rings now? Javale
2: McGee has three rings now. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. JaVale
0: McGee has three rings now. That's crazy. I have
1: another That's, fun question. They're for all you guys terrible here. basketball players. So yeah. obviously this season everything happened in a bubble, um but the Lakers are notorious for having a lot of celebrities courtside. So I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on this. Had this actually been um a win like the championship win in front of their fans with a crowd and the whole stuff, which would have been the most obnoxious celebrity on the court celebrating with them.
0: Alex, what do you think it's going to be?
1: Kanye West.
0: You think he would be an LA fan? He's a Chicago guy.
1: Yeah. Is he?
0: He's yeah, from sure Chicago. Sure. Yeah, he's from Chicago. Um, but I don't know. He might have adopted the LA, you know, like that whole thing. The, I don't know if he's a Bulls fan. I just know that. not the Chicago answer always oh, Drake? Well, Drake is just annoying in general.
2: Because isn't, he, well, isn't Drake... he a fan of whoever's in the finals? <laughs> Doesn't he just choose a team in the finals?
3: <laughs> um, let me choose a guy. Um, Someone annoying. Kanye
0: might be a good one. I, I would have said... Who's who's like a young, a young guy now that's into basketball? It could be think, Justin Bieber too. Yeah, I was, the, I was just about to say Justin Bieber. I think Justin Bieber would be the guy, the annoying guy, because you know now that he's clean and all or that stuff. Or even DJ
3: Khaled's.
2: No, he's a Miami oh. Heat fan. He's
0: from yeah. Miami. I was gonna
3: be that,
2: only Miami. DJ Khaled owns Miami, man. Like he's yeah. he's Miami OG. So I don't think if Miami had one. On the other hand, it would would yeah, have yeah, the, he the been, been he would have been the Khaled. most annoying. Would've sure. been him or Pitbull as the most annoying. I was fan. gonna say
1: Pitbull is gonna be my <laughs> next guess. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, man.
0: So what's next for the Lakers now? What do they do? I mean, uh, LeBron, AD. Uh, is there any? Are they gonna be any changes? Are they gonna go get somebody else? What do you think?
3: So the one rumor that's been going on is Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the options. I seriously hope he is that dude because we seriously need a shooter. Yeah. Um. Caruso, Rondo, and Danny Green. I, I fucking hate that guy.
0: Yeah, uh, Danny kind Green of guy. <laughs> uh,
3: we need a proven shooter. A shooter that can make buckets when you know LeBron, Anthony Davis don't score, which is rare. But we need that dude that can put buckets nope. in. And
2: the problem is the problem is uh, uh, Alex is that um, when while the Miami Heat role players increase their stock. Um, there's no team where the supporting cast looked worse, and you basically you get Victor Oladipo, it's gonna have to be through a trade, and um, there's no way Indiana is taking a package of Kuzma and Caruso and whatever dirty socks you have in the corner. Um, like they're gonna look at a team like Miami, who's gonna want to move pieces to get a star, or a team like Toronto might do that. Or there's teams that are set up with with a lot of guys who are not. Superstars, but you know, guys like the Lakers used to have like Ingram and Ball, where you're like, okay, there's something there. Maybe they can turn into something useful. Um, But I don't think that people look at the Lakers' pieces and 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 say, yeah, you know what? Let's give up our superstar for that.
3: That's true. Well, yeah, who's who's free agent this year?
0: I have no idea. It's That's not a great, t- it's not a great. You're class. You're the basketball guy, not
2: me. Yeah, it's not a great class <laughs> for free agency. Guys like uh, Giannis and. Uh, Victor Oladipo are the whales of the next free agency. Uh, So in basketball, what happens a lot is guys who want to control where they're going, kind of work with the team they're already on, kind of like what AD did with uh, the Pelicans saying, listen, I'm not coming back. Let's work out a trade so you get something back for me. Kawhi did a sign-in trade to get out of Toronto. Um, LeBron did did a sign-in trade when he went to Miami. Weirdly, he didn't do it when he left Miami, he kind of just left them in shambles. But, um... All right, so normally, I got the list.
0: I got yeah, the luxury? free agent list right here, yeah.
2: That, that was great filibustering by me, by the way. I, I think yeah, I it was more awesome. More. <laughs> before was, before
1: we awesome. get into the list, just quickly, how exactly does the salary cap work in the NBA? Because they have a luxury tax, right? Where you can basically so a, say, fuck yeah, they have the budget, a soft do what cap. I want.
2: They have a soft cap and a hard cap, so you can go up to the hard cap. And if you go over the to over the soft cap, then you gotta pay a luxury tax. And I think it multiplies over time, so you can't go over continuously without paying a hefty fine. Uh, there's also you're allowed to have at this moment the way it breaks down. Uh, if you handle your cap situation well, you can have three max contract players, as well as a mid-level exception. Mid-level exception eagle is for uh, a veteran, and they make something like 5.3 million dollars. It's let's say like a Dwayne Wade in his last year in Miami. He was a mid-level exception, so he's a guy who you know is talented, but you're not. You can't. Justify giving him the max so you give him the the mid-level exception.
1: So the Lakers are good money wise like they're not screwed yeah. with the big caps Nice well,
2: they can they can they can essentially if they restructure some of their back-end deals they can afford a third superstar
1: Okay, so I don't know
2: if I don't know if i I be looking at 2021 or 2020 free agents It's like hmm. That's confusing 2021, huh? 2021. Yeah, but, so Chris but Paul would they have been 2020 free agents Because like, when was the list written? <laughs> it's,
0: I'm on a website, SportRack, and they usually have they just have all like the free so, agents stuff. Is
2: Is Giannis on that list? Because if Giannis is on that list, then it's the wrong season. Yeah,
3: I was uh, say Giannis
0: that. is Giannis is on this list. So it's oh, Okay,
3: it's not. It's so I need to go list. twenty.
0: So I need to go twenty twenty then.
2: Yeah, go yeah. twenty twenty because again, we need to understand that the lists were written pre-COVID. I imagine. Okay, so we got Gordon Hayward. Okay, Paul Millsap.
0: DeMar DeRozan. Okay. OPJ. Uh, Drummond, Andre Drummond, um, Anthony Davis, I guess, because of his. Uh, but he, he's option. gonna he's
2: gonna extend with the Lakers. Yeah,
0: he'll extend. Hassan Whiteside, um, Marcus, All, Ibaka, Gallinari, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dragic, Tristan yeah. Thompson. I mean, if that's a if that's a name anymore, which um, is nothing no, the can can, that
3: Kelly nothing Olenek, the Lakers can I use. A right, Canadian Alex? name. I, I said that Kardashian's ruined that, so...
2: So, Alex, from, from what I'm seeing on that list, it's a, it's a lot of bigs, a lot of good rebounders, but nothing that the Lakers can particularly use. Am I right?
3: Yeah, so there's no, not, not much guards, shooting guards or point DeMar, guards. De, DeMar
0: DeRozan would be the, probably the... the best guard available. And uh, even Nikola, with that, he's Nik- not
2: a he's not a great three-point shooter. He's, he's no, great, exactly. He's Nicholas bait him,
0: shooter. too. Um... I mean yeah, very weak at guards this year. So it's going to be tough. They might have to go out and get somebody, reach for somebody.
3: So it's going to be either VI trades because I think that's the main focus for them this off season is to go to go and get that guard that's going to give you a good amount of points that can save your ass here and there.
0: So the thing is is that with the, with uh with Oladipo, is that he's still considered under contract cuz he has that option right at the end of the year or whatever it is there I, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. So he he has the option to leave. Call an like option like Terry? COVID they
1: also they also have a draft coming up in 3 days, right? So they can always find someone question mark. To well, bring but
2: on? if you're picking if you're picking that late in draft, you're you're not No, they traded out
3: the for the first pick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they traded away. They traded a four well, that's also yeah, picks. they
2: don't have they actually don't have picks for like 3 or 4 years or something. They don't like, need them. They traded a ton of picks in the in the AD deal. But yeah. those those picks are not valuable anyway. In the NBA, the first twelve picks are basically where you get the most value. The rest is basic is is a guessing game, especially without having a college basketball season. By the way, it's true. It's a good point. Or I mean, there was there was a season though. There just wasn't a, a playoff. Maybe play.
0: they maybe they go and draft a Montreal kid, Kareem Mane, and we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, <laughs> perhaps who, uh,
0: who we're working on working on getting on the show.
2: So we'll see. That'll be awesome. I have I have an in. To be honest, the one the one rumor I've actually heard, and I'll, I'll see what you think about this, uh, Alex. Um, I've I've heard um, that Chris Paul um, might be in a trade to LA. Which interesting was he wasn't he was actually traded to LA once, and the league said no. So the, this would be the second time he gets traded to LA.
3: So Chris Paul, the way I, he, he's a great point guard, and I think he's a point guard that deserves a ring. Uh, he's been around the ring, uh, the league for a while. Uh, he's always been that guy, a great point guard that everyone fucking loved. Um, he tried with the, the with the Rockets, unsu- unsuccessful. And then I believe he tried with the Clippers, not much there. Uh, so if he comes with the Lakers, he has a chance of getting a ring. I, I'm not sure if he has still juice in him, but uh, well, I think I think Chris up, Paul.
0: I think Chris Paul is the only reason why the Thunder even smelled the playoffs this year.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
0: only reason I think Chris Paul is, uh, he's a, he was a player. He's a very underappreciated player at times. And yeah, he might've regressed, uh, but I'll disagree. Well, he's with older either. too. Yeah, like, he's older. At this point,
2: at this point, you know what you're getting. And, and I think what the Lakers just need is, is a spot up shooter, which Chris Paul is at this point in his career. Yeah. Um, Alex, we got to let you go because we uh, are running a bit long. um, But before we let you go, give us a reason to listen to Weekly Sauce. Give us like a 30 second hot take on something you're going to talk about on the show.
3: So, this upcoming show, well, we're going to, it's going to be with Mo Khan. And since Terry and Mo Khan are both Liverpool fans, it's going to be fun for me to debate with them. And also, I want to shit shit on the uh, Montreal Impact because I fucking hate them. (laughs) Uh, uh, Mokan. Actually,
0: that's actually good because Mokan was on the call today with Ganach, so it's gonna be good. It's uh, he has a, he has some info for us.
3: That's perfect then, uh, and I, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what he says. But Weekly Sauce is gonna be really spicy this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, extra spicy this week. Yeah. Brought to you by Chetty's Hot Sauce.
3: Absolutely. Um, so
2: remember to watch, like, and subscribe to uh, Weekly Sauce for your weekly topic of choice uh, as well. As Hot Sauce Sports. If you have not yet subscribed, you're an asshole. Uh, thank you, Alex, for joining us.
3: And don't forget the giveaway, guys.
2: Yes, of course. Of course,
0: yeah, yeah. Everybody, you go want, like, you want share, to
2: subscribe.
0: You... Name two names. Actually, Alex, you
3: describe it better. You're better at this than I am. So go, so go like the post, like the, our page, tag two friends, one per comments and share the post. That's for one entry, and you can get bonus interest if you subscribe to you, to our YouTube channel, to our to follow us on Twitter. Uh, to tag us on IG, you get an extra entry. So the more stuff you do, the more interest you have, the more chance you have to win one of those spicy cheddar hot sauces. There you go. All
2: right. Thanks a lot, Mm -hmm. Alex.
0: Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for having
3: me on.
2: Talk to you soon. So, Terry, uh, we're going to get to rapid fire soon because we ran long, but um, quickly, Astros are down 3-0. Is it because you... Join the bandwagon late. <laughs> no, now it's 3-1. They won last night. That's games. I actually watched it.
0: Um, did I join the bandwagon too late? Uh, no, I think I was always kind of quietly rooting for them, but I was kind of also rooting for the Yankees a little bit. I, I kind of want the Yankees to win for some reason. Even as a Mets fan, I'm kind of like – quiet. even last year I was quietly cheering for the Yankees. Uh, yeah. But I, I like the Astros. It's this just game. good, I mean, man. Like they're, yeah. they're just
1: a fun team to watch. Are you, are you uh, the, sure they're not having some like – You know, surgical devices they've implanted in cochlea to send signals via, like, airwaves or something.
0: If they did, they deserve it because it's like they're just really trying hard to cheat. You know what I mean? So if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying.
2: Exactly. Um, I was pretty sure this was going to be the year for the Dodgers, but the Braves look really good. They're up 2-1. Man, I, I just want Kershaw to win a ring. I just feel bad for the guy. He's, he's excellent. He, just, he can put it together in the playoffs. Um, baseball is one of those games, Terry, where guys can have – and you see this all the time, especially with young pitchers. It's really rare for a veteran um, of Clayton Kershaw's stature. But you see guys who have just incredible stuff that just can't pitch. And it seems that Clayton Kershaw's becoming that guy, but only in the playoffs. Well, like, he got he's He's phenomenal. I think. I think all season got, long, and he's terrible in the playoffs. I don't, I got, don't get it. Like I, all of the sports analysis is like, oh, but he chokes, and I always think that's bullshit. But I kind of think this might be the case for Clayton Kershaw.
0: So we, uh, we 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 spoke about this a few weeks ago at the beginning of the playoffs. Was uh, Kershaw was like, okay, no fans now. What are we gonna do? But he's one of the he's in the stadium where they have fans, so he's fucked. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: he's in the bubble oh, that has fans.
2: But also, uh, also, I think with him, it's not even necessarily the fans. It's just for some reason. He must be putting extra pressure on himself come playoff time because he's not the same pitcher.
0: He's it's not. very weird to me because he's Cy Young. He's a Cy Young candidate pretty much every single fucking year, and he can't put it down together in the playoffs. Which means that maybe he like reads in too deeply into like superstition stuff, like don't jerk off, you know, or mm. maybe he doesn't jerk off in the playoffs. But he's like he hasn't figured so it you out. Got,
2: you like, gotta get a scientist on the show to tell us yeah. whether to jack off or not jerk off because before games.
0: Because we've only had Corey Kennedy on the one of the uh, the personal tra- the physical trainers for the uh, for the cubs and he told us that if anything it doesn't help you to jerk, to, to not I jerk mean, off but
2: i I still say it was inconclusive inconclusive, inconclusive. I call, I, call so, it's oh, man, inconclusive.
1: I wouldn't take that risk because then if, if, you, if it actually does work then what happens right so might as well
2: yeah so
0: exactly
1: so, so the mean, thing is the, thing the jig is, is
0: up.
2: We're, we're in an era where people are questioning science anyway, so why not? <laughs> Corey Kennedy, you don't know what you're
1: talking about. Rapid uh, fire. Eagle, it's time. Rapid fire. Ew, ew, There's ew, sound ew. effects. You got to trust them. Uh, return ew. of the Mac. Conor McGregor is set to fight Dustin Poirier in a semi-charity event. I don't know what semi means in this context, though. Terry, Eagle, you go, me in? Nailed, Eagle, you fucking so it nailed does it. doesn't it, get
2: fully hard, um, it's yeah. just kind of in between.
0: Between hard of charity.
3: So, like, so, uh, I, I, charity. I like a,
0: I like how you were confused by this, Eagle, and I wanted you to be confused, and I wanted Peace to be confused as well. So what happens is, is that Dustin Poirier wanted a fight. Uh, they weren't going to give him the fight. They, they they couldn't negotiate a price. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to do my own fight, and we're going to do it for charity, okay? Conor McGregor's like, you know what? I'm in. I'll fight you, and I'll give you $500,000 towards your charity. So then the, then the UFC is like, fuck, what do we do? So now the UFC jumps in. They're like, okay, we'll put on the fight, and we'll give money to your charity as well. So good on Dustin Poirier for doing that. Uh, the charity is... Um, it's the it's, I think it's called the Good Fight. I think I think it's for underprivileged kids and from his area, his Louisiana area. So
1: you beat up underprivileged kids?
0: Yeah, pretty much. You put them all in a ring. and You just smoke them. Um, and That'll so I hate him-, him.
1: Grow up yeah, faster. Exactly.
0: So, so he's so he's doing that. So that's a good fight too. We always want to see it. it's a rematch, uh, from like five or six years ago when Conor McGregor KO Dustin Poirier. Uh, so I'm excited to see that fight. That's gonna be sick. And return of the Conor McGregor.
2: Yeah, so I think Conor McGregor strikes me as a guy who he kind of understands his mortality in the sport. Like, he knows that essentially, like... You, you rise really quick, but then the, the downfall is precipitous. And so he seems to be picking fights that are safe, but that still kind of keep his name in the news. So you He know, hasn't also- really performed well in his last few fights. I mean, he beat, he knocked
0: out uh, Donald Cerrone. That was his last fight. But the thing about Conor McGregor, too, is that he knows he's the cash cow. He knows yeah. that people want to fight him to make money, but it's never going right. to be the champion unless he's up there. So Khabib is like, I'm not going to fight this guy because, first of all, he's all over the place. And second, Khabib is said he's like, I'm not going to fight him. He, we were, they were supposed to do the Ultimate Fighter together. Anyway, rapid fire is getting too long. <laughs> yeah. Pew pew
1: pew. All right. Norman gets a stiffy. Uh, Derek Henry has been famous for delivering punishing stiff arms. His latest example of Josh Norman uh, happened the other night, and oh boy, did he end up on another group. He almost got him to jump. Yes, he did. He gets it to Henry. And now...
2: stiff <laughs> arm.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I actually didn't see the clip. No, the best is the sound. You can't hear the sound.
1: You can't hear the sound. It's... You know the sound that goes along with the, the whole thing? Go of face?
0: It's really funny. the
1: sky,
0: it's a bird. It's a plane. This is classic. Josh. is he done or what's going on? I mean, maybe he's gonna fly over to Spain and start jumping over bulls.
1: And there you go. So, boys, what do you think? What do you think of the stiff arm on this one? I love it.
2: The the internet's undefeated, man. Like I saw, there was there was something like. Uh, it was a, a file posted on on someone's timeline on on Facebook that was like twenty seven hundred images. All of him, all of uh, Josh Norman in random contexts. Is like instead of being Randy Savage delivering the elbow off the top rope, it was it, him. Was, it, it was him instead of uh, the R- the new you know, Someone sliding into home plate. It was, it, it was Josh Norman. It was just great. It was just, the, I love, the new there are times where I hate the internet. This was a moment where I love the internet.
0: I saw, I saw one where there's an old man falling and he's the reason why he's falling. So he's clipping. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spent an All entire right. morning just looking at those pictures.
1: Ronaldo goes viral. Cristiano Ronaldo tests positive for COVID. The world explodes. Uh, I yeah. think there was actually an interview at one point where uh, they asked him, like, oh, how is he doing? He's like, he's good. He's on his deck sunbathing.
0: Which is exactly what you need to defeat COVID. You need the sun, which is very weird to me. Why Are you sure you don't need
1: bleach injected into your veins?
0: Well, you need vitamin D. That's all you need. I mean, and, and bleach. Bleach. I mean, bleach is like the the uh, for the serious cases. You inject. You you have to pour it directly into your asshole. But I'm Cristiano, sure that's, that's another
1: treatment. It. That's not for COVID. Oh, okay, for a dirty ass.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just a solution to a dirty ass. Um, so with twenty, with the, I, I want to know if I'm a bad person because yes. do you remember the statue of Ronaldo?
0: Yes, of course. The ugly, the famous person.
2: statue that is hideous and looks nothing like him. Did that was cause like, COVID? Well, Did that start COVID? Was I was like, it? well, maybe after COVID, he'll actually finally look like his statue. <laughs>
1: That's right. an ugly statue. For whom the bell tolls. So we talked about this. Uh, yeah, Le'Veon I said the stupid from Avid Fire. Yes, I know. He's no longer a jet. <laughs> Fuck Adam Gase. Hello, Chiefs. Hello, Super Bowl. Crimea yeah. river. Oh, Doc so. Rivers is no longer the head coach of the Clippers. And Ty Lu, I believe that contract is confirmed or is it still yeah. in progress? Uh, Ty is
2: going to get it's the job. all but confirmed, basically. Yeah. All
1: right. So... As part of announcing it, the New York Post had a headline that said, Clippers, Doc Rivers rooting for Tyron Lue uh, to get another head coaching job.
2: Question. Um, that was pulled off for freezing cold takes because it's funny because just, you know, as a matter of fact, Doc Rivers said at some point uh, during the season, yeah, Ty Lue deserves another shot. And I actually, I was surprised. We talked to Colin Gable about this last time we were together, Terry, and he said that uh, every time LeBron's coached somewhere other than Miami, the coach has gotten fired and never gotten another job. But Ty Lue won a championship with LeBron, and it just seemed shocking to me that he has gone this long without a head coaching job. Um, I think it is a good hire, but at the same time, just a funny juxtaposition. Ju- ju- like the Clippers were like Steve Ballmer is just like, yeah, you know what, Doc? That's a good point.
1: You're fired. Yeah. Ty Lue, get uh,
0: it. you're in here, buddy. Let's go. Is that it?
1: Uh, no, we got one more one's gonna be Rocket Man. So Daryl Morey has stepped down as the Rockets GM after I want to say something like 11 years. It was a long time that he was with them, right? 13, 13 years. 13. There we go. Um, anything that this may be involved in some of the early season controversy that happened with the Rockets
2: with China?
0: I mean, I think that I think that he he kind of went away right when he tweeted that thing, and then yeah. everybody kind of. Lost it on him, and LeBron James went silent about talking against China and stuff like that. And I think that, you know, he it was probably done behind the scenes where he was like, you know what, let me just like disappear. I'll take, I'll get my money and I'll be out of here. Like, that's pretty much it. So but it's a shame because he's probably one of the better guys in the league. Well, he's,
2: he's a fantastic general manager. He's yeah. one of the guys who led the, led the, 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 was a pioneer in looking at numbers and stats to be able to make informed decisions. Uh, and he's done a great job since he's been there. Um, The when it comes to the situation with the NBA in China, it's remarkably difficult. Um, There's things that are occurring that I don't understand in real time. For example, um, when people call people a snowflake, it only refers to one side of the argument, where the other side, if they get offended, that's okay. okay. Uh, When you see... People saying you see politicians saying uh, stick to sports, but then they go out and they uh, they prop up athletes whose stances they disagree with uh, to, to to hammer them and ignore the the stances that support them. Right? Even um, even even for myself,
0: who's a more uh, more central, less left, I guess you would say politically. Uh, even I think it's ridiculous that how I there's I follow some uh, some block some. Um, some political analysts and stuff. And, and they always made fun of how LeBron James uh, doesn't know what he's talking about and whatever. So they criticize him if because he, he doesn't support their side. But then uh, I gave the example in our group chat where Yama comes out and he starts talking about he starts talking about politics, and all of a sudden he has a he has a point, right? So it's like yeah. And it's, the same thing happened with Le, with LeBron James and Kevin Durant. They were told to shut up and dribble by the same person, and then she comes out Ingram, and then she comes out and says about Drew Brees when he made his comment about uh, about but Kaepernick. He should be, you and should be allowed from, to
2: make a comment and not yeah. It's not a, just it cool. says he's
0: free speech. He can say whatever he wants, and yeah, anybody can say whatever the fuck they want.
1: It's and so, almost like the sport player has a particular property or characteristic that determines whether or not their opinion is warranted.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, also... I'll give you another example. Chris Pratt is like super, like pro gun and stuff like that. Whenever somebody goes anti gun, a, a celebrity goes anti gun, the all those right wing guys, those conservative guys, they start making fun of the celebrity. But then they'll retweet and they'll repost all of Chris
2: Pratt's things. So it's like, where where's the line here? It's like we it's don't basically even know. people looking for affirmation instead of information. Always. And and the thing is, like all the people complaining about the LeBron hypocrisy forget that uh, Mike Jordan kind of has a big deal with Nike too. Right, and he he doesn't get drawn in the same way that LeBron gets drawn in. Uh, Nike made Michael Jordan a cabillionaire. That's right, Kabillion. Cabillion. That is, it Look exists. it up. Um, then the the thing is, is that all the people complaining about it are doing so on the smartphones that were made in China, um,
1: <laughs> or well, their
2: laptops can, that were made in Korea. Yeah, it's just it's it, you know what, like it's it's a complicated scenario. You don't boil it down to simple matters. Um, What LeBron James is saying absolutely uh, needs to be looked at when it comes to equality within the United States of America. As for things outside the United States, yes, that should also be looked at. You don't need to choose two things. You don't need to choose between them. You could say, yeah, you know what? LeBron's right. Also, hey, maybe if I have a problem with LeBron and Nike, I won't buy shoes from them. That's
1: simple. And that's rapid fire, boys.
2: Yeah, it was. It wasn't that rapid. It just I wanted to get into it early, but we talked real basketball instead when we did the Lakers segment. Thank you, Eagle, for your patience with me. Thank you, Terry, for uh, being you, and I, of course, have been me.
1: But thanks to Alex, the intern, for joining us as well. Yeah, he was himself. you doing intro. a thing. You've
2: been listening to be Hot Sauce big. Sports,
1: and I played the clip piece, so you're good. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. No, I just did that.
2: You've been listening to but Hot I Sauce get Sports. Maybe it's your fault. Nope. Math. Math. Not your strong (laughs) Alright,
3: bye! Ciao.